I'll never forget the moment when the crash took place. It was an evening of terror and despair, a time of deep grief and sadness. I can say with absolute certainty that there was a great loss that day, and honestly, I've never been the same since. It was a nice, cool fall day, just living my best life with my first cousins. We were having some fun out on my great-grandparents' old home place, just doing what kids do, and I'd spent much time dreaming of this moment, and the day had finally come. It was the day I would fly off into a Mississippi sunset with my brand spanking new remote control airplane. We walked out into the pasture together to make sure we had plenty of space for my new little aircraft to soar high above the clouds. We couldn't wait to see just how high it would go, just how fast the propellers would spin, just how smoothly the autumn air would glide right under its wings. I took the plane out of its tightly secured plastic packaging, put some new off-brand batteries into the remote, and it was now time for takeoff. The imaginary passengers were all buckled in and ready to go. The flight attendant was busy passing out peanuts and ginger ale, and the pilot had the cockpit under control. He radioed out into the cabin to announce that it was now time for departure. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. And at this point, I took control of the wheel. And this is where things started to take a turn for the worst. My name is Hagen Lee, and you're listening to episode 36 of the Born Again Podcast. Be careful not to crash. If you're smart, you might have already guessed where this story is headed, but if not, go ahead and buckle your seatbelt. All systems were a go, the runway was clear, and I pushed my little thumbs forward on the controls as the little RC plane took its flight. To my amazement, it soared straight up into the air, about 10 to 12 feet high, and just as quickly as it rose, it plummeted down twice as fast taking a brutal nosedive straight into the cold, hard ground. And this, my friends, was the crash. I'm not sure exactly what I expected to see take place that day, but this was certainly not what I had imagined. My little dreams were completely and utterly shattered, much like the toy plane that was now in a pile of a thousand pieces of plastic and styrofoam on the grass in that little country cow pasture. Sure, I shed a couple tears, and my cousins laughed hysterically, only adding to my pain. Of course, they've never forgotten that story, and neither have I, but for obviously different reasons. You know, we all want to fly. We all have goals that we want to see accomplished. We all have dreams we intend to see fulfilled. We all have a God-given purpose that we're striving after. But it's a brutal fact of life that we all need to learn. Sometimes, we're inevitably going to crash. You can do your best, you can plan, you can organize, practice, and perfect. But sometimes, just seemingly out of nowhere, your hopes and dreams get dashed. Sometimes it's not your fault, and sometimes it is. 
But no matter what causes the crash, it's always hard to pick up all the pieces. Maybe you've crashed in your business. Maybe you've crashed in your family relationships. Maybe you've crashed in your marriage or maybe your ministry. Maybe you've just crashed in your everyday walk with Jesus. You made mistakes that cost you dearly. Others have caused you to crash and now you have to bear the consequences. Whatever the case may be, you've got to decide, what am I going to do now? Sure, it it could have been prevented, but the crash has already taken place. So now you have to choose. Do I give up and never try to fly again? Or do I scrape myself up off the concrete, put the pieces back together, and make something beautiful out of the wreckage? I want to encourage you today, don't die before you die. I want you to think about that for a second. Don't die before you die. I've said this many times, and I just want to drive it home. If there's any ounce of air in your lungs, if there's any blood left in your veins, you still have hope. You still have a chance to recover. And your life is still worth living. And I tell you that so many times because I've needed to hear that many times throughout my life. The late Reverend Tupac Shakur once said, Death is not the greatest loss in life. The greatest loss is what dies inside while still alive. Never surrender. If you know anything about my past life, you know that Tupac played a pretty big role in the way I lived. But now I don't really necessarily agree with a lot of what he had to say, but I do agree with this statement. Losing your life is not the greatest loss you can face. It's losing your life while you're still alive. Living as a hollow shell of the person you have the potential to be. You know, I've, I've done a lot of Bible study over the years, and in my theological studies, I found a very interesting fact. There's not one mention of the word airplane found in the Bible. Not even once. And after doing a little research on the subject, to my amazement, I came to find that airplanes had in fact not yet even been invented in Bible times. That may be hard for some of you to believe. So the only instance of a crash that I could find in Scripture was when the Apostle Paul made mention of a shipwreck. He wrote in 1 Timothy 1.19, He said, Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their conscience, and as a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. My hope is that this episode will not only encourage those who have crashed, but that it'll be a warning to those who are on the verge of crashing. Be careful, friends, that you don't crash. It can be detrimental to your walk with God. It can cost you your family. It can cost you your spiritual life. It can leave you stranded in a place you never wanted to be. Paul warns us when he says some people have faced shipwreck. They've crashed. Why? He said because they purposefully violated their own conscience. They knew the difference between right and wrong. They felt conviction and they just shrugged it off. They felt a nudge from the Holy Spirit to stop openly committing sin. Yet they did it anyway. Please be careful not to crash. James, the brother of Jesus, wrote in James chapter 4, 17, He said, remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. 
Paul also speaks of a crash in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 when he explains all the difficult things he's had to face in life. And he says, Three different times I faced shipwreck, and even one time I was stranded, treading water in the ocean for a whole day and a whole night. If anybody in this world knows what it's like to crash, it was the Apostle Paul. But what amazes me is that he kept getting back in the boat. Most of us, we just face shipwreck once, and then we throw in the towel. But Paul kept getting back in the boat. And you, my friend, need to put away the thought of giving up. I know there's risk involved, but you need to get back in the boat. I know you're afraid of getting hurt again, but you need to get back in the boat. The only way to never fail is to never do anything at all. And what a sad life that would be. All of us want to know that we've made a difference. We want to know that we've made an impact and that we've left our mark in this world. We all want to know that our life counted for something. The only way to make sure you never experience regret is to never actually take the risk of failure. But if you never take that risk, you'll never know what success looks like. The only way to make sure you're never rejected is to never become vulnerable. But if you never open up, you'll never experience true love. You know, it's true that some crashes are just unavoidable. But the only way to ensure that you never crash is if you never actually get moving. But if you never make a move, you'll never know what it's like to fly. So enjoy your life because you only get one and love yourself enough to keep going. But remember, while you're flying around, just be careful not to crash. Hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. And I'm always here if you need to reach out. I believe in you. God bless you all. In Jesus' name.